The Chaotic Goodness Podcast contains adult language, adult situations, adult topics, and is run by childish adults. Listener discretion is advised. Motherfucker. You are listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, an actual play RPG podcast starring Steve as the half-elven sorcerer Zacharias and James as the elven assassin Shendrick. I am Chad and I'm the Dungeon Master. Dungeons and Dragons and Eberron are owned by Wizards of the Coast and are not affiliated with this podcast. Let the chaos begin. say Dom breaks i think of gandalf riding over the hill uh, the staff oh okay so dawn breaks over the the hilt of the dagger river where in the port of sharn we see the the hollow legacy just kind of moored in uh, dock what sorry moored on the dock and uh well uh, you guys are, well, I don't know. Let's, let's talk about this. So Shendrick, I know as an elf, you don't really sleep. You just go into a trance That is correct. and you only need to trance for about four hours. So, so are you like, like an early bird? Yeah, I'd be okay. up early and okay. Tony, my weapons and all that jazz. Okay. So you're, you're sitting somewhere on the ship yeah. cleaning your weapons and yeah, there's no ship duties to be done, so yeah, getting the feel for your scimitar. Yeah, a whole bunch of daggers and the Dirkalier. the the dirk the dagalier the the diggler dagalier. Dagalier, okay. it looks it it it's uh it's Suchio. Nice. Yeah, it's it's very nice, uh, and it's like you you can hold like six daggers uh, at a time in your dagalier. Nice. Yeah. Quick draw. Go, 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 go. All right. So you're you're up early doing that. Okay, fine. Uh, let's see. What is uh, Zacharias's kind of morning deal routine? Is he also an early riser? No. No, no he's 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 a he's a night owl, kind of a stay up late, make sure that the that that things are settled before going to bed. And so he goes to bed late and wakes up a little later. Because he trusts that if there is, you know, if the ship is underway, then the rest of the crew can handle it without his supervision for a few extra hours in the morning because he's taking care of all of these nighttime issues. Mm-hmm. And while we're in port, fuck it, what does it matter? Fine. Fair enough. 
And, and as you're, Shenrik, as you are walking across the deck, you see there's, there's Hutch, the Warforged, is kind of leaning up against the mast, just stock still, staring straight ahead. You know, you what you know about Warforged is for an extended period of time, they just need to spend a few hours inert, but they're still aware. So he he is an excellent lookout because he can, quote unquote, sleep by the mast. And if anyone unwelcome gets on the deck, he's immediately aware of it. Well, that's good to know. It is. I'm going to let him keep doing his thing, actually. It sounds like you, other than some of the other crew members that are that stayed in their bunks on the ship and are also early risers, you're pretty much the only one yeah. really active. By and large, yeah. So you're shining your weapons. Is that what the kids are calling it? That's what he's calling it. So what what are y'all's plan for approaching the the Golden Dragon Inn? Well, once uh, Captain McSleepyhead gets the fuck up, I figure we'd just kind of head over there. You're just going to let him sleep? Once it gets to a reasonable time, like 9 a.m., I'll wake his ass up. Maybe 8. We'll see. Somewhere between 9 and 10 is when I would normally be waking up. I'm going to wake him up at 7. <laughs> How are you going to wake up your captain? I'm going to pick the lock again and then what kick open the, the door. Fucking sh- I need you to give me a roll for that, the thief's tools. 18. Not good enough. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. I'm going to try it one more time. <laughs> okay. This time you're at disadvantage. Some of them are disadvantaged. Because you're flustered. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, it's not going to happen then. Okay. I'm just going to kick the door really hard. Thud! There we go. So you're awoken to a loud thud at your door. Fire! Ugh. Got work to do. What time is it? Time to get your ass out of bed. No, but what time is it? I don't know. I'll fucking watch. Get out of bed. Uh... I mean, you do have a clock on your mantle. Like slapping around, like trying to find where the goddamn clock is at. Just fuck. Fuck. Yeah, it's about around 7 a.m. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Five more minutes. And I will immediately like curl over onto the clock and the pillow and fall asleep. Does 21 pick the lock? Yes, it does. I want to open the door. I'm going to be just, you know, curled up. Like snuggling this clock in my pillow, and is there a wash basin nearby? I assume. Yes, I'm gonna grab it and throw the water. And now you're soaking wet. <laughs> Gotta go. I like the look that Steve is giving you right now. He's staring daggers, like he's got a whole dagger of daggers, and he's staring them at you. I have a dagger too. Fuck! It's seven o'clock in the morning. What makes you think anybody else is awake besides you? And God, this shot. Speaking of Hutch, Hutch is actually standing in the doorway now saying, Captain, Shenrik needs to, wants to enter. <laughs> Let him in this time, but next time kill him. He salutes and he, and he looks at you, Shenrik, and he does the whole like points at his eyes and points at you. And then he walks off. I want to do it back to him before he walks away. <laughs> I'm sneakier than you. This is going to be fun because that Warforged does not get sarcasm, but this will, this is going to be fun. All right. So Let's go. You're dripping wet. Your bed is wet. Your sheets are wet. All right. Your clothes are wet. 
Hutch. He stops and he turns around and he comes back. Yes, Captain. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to go ashore and take care of business. Can you get somebody to take care of? Shipman Joe. Shipman Joe, by the way, is a gnome female. And she just takes care of all the quarters. So Joe isn't J-O? Yeah. Okay. That's your quartermaster? Yeah. Okay. She knows all the tricks to getting supplies. And apparently getting beds dry. Yeah. New sheets. There's not a moist bed around when she... Never. Never. Don't make it creepy. I wasn't gonna. You were trying. Nope. Nope, Anyhow, not me. I'll be waiting at the gangplank to uh for uh Captain Sleepy Eyes over here. So I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna we my wash I don't have a wash basin full of water anymore. God damn it. I'm gonna have to find the crew's wash basin. Hutch is still just staring at you, wondering if you're done giving him orders. Yes. Uh go what do whatever it is you do. During the day, uh, after you talk to Shipman Joe about my bed, he salutes. Thank you. Walks off. Find a wash, find another wash basin, clean up. So you're doing that in your quarters. And Shenrick, you were just waiting for him to finish. Okay. So while you're, while you are getting dressed in your quarters, uh, Joe comes in, the gnome mm-hmm. comes in and she, um, well, describe her. It's like, she's a young gnome, older gnome. What? Give me, give me some description. Yeah. She is. She's really old. She's matronly. Like an ancient she matronly. She should be retired, gnome. but she just likes exploring still. Right. Okay. She, she, she's crotchety though. Crotchety as fuck. Like she looks down on everybody because they're too inept to take care of themselves. It's really impressive for a gnome to look down on anybody. And but. yet she achieves it like, like nobody's business. She's got the mom stare on lock. She has a way of looking at you that actually makes you feel smaller than her. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And, and just the way she, she talks to you makes you feel real small too. Okay. So while you're doing that, there's a, there's a knock at your door and you hear the voice of Joe saying, Captain. Come in, Joe. Bird guy told me that you wet your bed. <laughs> she, gives you that. she gives you a look. Okay, first off, have you off, been drinking heavily? No. First off, it's Shenrik's fault. So Shenrik wet your bed. Second, it's just it's just wash basin water. Mm-hmm. And third, I don't care what you do about it. Just make sure it's correct when I get back. She points at your bed, uses prestidigitation, and all the water just shoots. Off of the bed into the pitcher for the wash basin. She waddles on over to your dresser, puts the, uh, the pitcher down by the empty wash basin, wash basin, Mm -hmm. uh, wash basin. Yes. The wash basin looks at you down her nose a bit, harumphs a little, and then walks out of your quarters, muttering something about how she's old and can't be getting up this early every morning just uh, because the captain wets his bed. Thank you, Joe. Good job, Joe. As I see her walk away. 
<laughs> she flips you off. I love you too, Joe. She she's muttering something to herself in gnomish. You can tell she's angry, but the language just she sounds so darn cute. I'll take it. Okay, so eventually you finish getting ready. You you finish your beauty routine. Right. And you step out of your quarters and there is Shenrik waiting on the gangplank for you. He he's been there a while. He's he has, probably yes. like tapping his foot like I've carved my initials a couple times into the yeah. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So I'll marry you one day, Joe. You watch. So you know, I am a captain. I can marry you two. If Joe is willing. In fact, that's the that's the kind of the 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 phrase on board the ship. You know, Joe willing, we're gonna get this done. <laughs> oh. oh, I was drinking when you said that. Yes, you were. Okay, so you guys finally get together and you have a job to do. So how are you going to go about doing this directly? Yeah. All right. So go to go wander on up to the golden dragon. You're going straight to the golden dragon in. Yeah. Vol. All right. Empty handed because wait, before we leave, uh, what's our Warforged name again? Hutch. 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 Nobody other than us gets on the ship unless they're crew. Okay. Well, Yes. Anyone tries to get on the ship, let us know. Through one of your animal friends you can talk to. But you can't talk to them, so how are you going to know? If I'm inside a building and a hummingbird starts pecking in my head, I'm going to realize that the guy that talks to birds probably sent it. Maybe your head is especially fragrant today. I don't know. I don't want to be. I don't want you just because like a animal does something weird around you. I don't want you to think that there's a problem on the ship. Whatever animal come that you send to go talk to us, tell it to bite my right pinky. If it bites my right little finger, then we'll know. I guarantee you, ain't no fucking random animal going to come up and try to bite my right little finger. Sure. All right. So you guys ascend uh, a number of districts upward in Sharn, you know, taking those those nice magical elevators and, and such. And so you eventually make your way to the, the nice district that's known for all the inns and, and such. And you get to the Golden Dragon and, well, it being an inn and restaurant, the they're open for breakfast at this point. And you can always, I mean, you can inquire uh, to see if your your contact is available. We should do that. You should. Going to go to the concierge and see if our contact's available. You should. So you go to the, well, the innkeeper or hostess or whatever and ask if Turvey is available because, you know, you had this day to turn it in and you didn't have a time limit. So he's right. He's staying here. Uh, so you, you go, you give the name, the hostess asks you to wait and she on her little halfling legs kind of scurries over to the innkeeper to get the message relayed. You guys are waiting for a little bit of time. Uh, as you are waiting, the hostess comes back and says, you know, your, 
your uh, the person you're waiting for should be downstairs shortly. Can I offer you some refreshments while you wait? I'll take some water. So she gets you a, a nice glass of uh, chilled, Ooh, very clear, fancy. yeah, very clear water. Actually, uh, actually, uh, in front of your eyes, like she she grabs like a, a chilled pitcher from the back, and uh, while you're watching, she she with a flourish kind of waves her hand over the pitcher and creates water inside of it. So, you know that it is pure and clean Ooh, and very my. drinkable and, and she makes it very showy. Cause that's like house Galandra, you know, what they do. yeah, this is kind of like their, this is their thing at the golden dragon Inn. Yeah. you know, you're going to get the, the nice magical treatment. And so she, she pours you a nice tall glass of water and, and hands it to you and puts the pitcher within your reach. If you wanted more. And then she looks at you, uh, Zacharias, and asks you the same question if she can offer you a refreshment while you wait. Um, oh, I will partake of the, the water that you've already provided. And if you have fruit or, or breakfast available, whatever is whatever the cook has made for the day. Okay. And so she... Uh, bows and goes and gets you a nice fancy breakfast so so okay no bill's root but you know no, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's no bill's root but it'll do so all right uh all right steve so give me give me a fancy breakfast eggs fresh bread uh butter honey um honey butter honey fine honey butter uh uh, an individual like pepper mill, fresh, nice salt, um, bacon or I would imagine some like bacon or fried yeah, bacon, or, some or, kind yeah. of fried, sure. fried meat, some, some meat kind of thing. Okay. So, so she has uh, a plate of breakfast brought to a nearby table and she helps seat you. Uh, of course, you know, there's a charge for breakfast. So, Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're eating your breakfast, and Shenrik is drinking his water, and eventually, uh, Turvey comes downstairs and comes sits down at the table with you, uh, Zacharias, and he sits down. He's got like a like a heel of bread in his hand that he just grabbed from uh, the nearby table. Continental style. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was somebody else. He just took it off. Yeah, he just plane. grabbed it from nobody. Them. Nobody fucks with them. He grabbed it. They just stared at him. He stared at him back. They stopped. Sure. Yeah. He just grabbed it off of somebody else's table and nobody said anything. And he sits down with you while he's eating the bread. And he says, uh, Zacharias, it's so good to see you so early. So I'm assuming everything went well. Relatively well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where you got your information from. But uh, it's a bit of a goose chase. The hospital was full of geese. No, the hospital was full of whites. Oh, and zombies, and ghouls. That could be. And no formula. No formula. No formula. Mm. That is problematic. Hmm. Hmm. And you've searched everywhere. Uh, yeah. If now we. We cleared it out, and I think some vagrants may have moved in there, but you will not find an unpicked lock in that building. 
I want you to give me a deception roll. Uh, you, oh, you can aid another uh, in this game. So, yeah. So give me a roll to aid another. 21. 21. Yeah, that is enough to aid you. So uh, Zacharias has advantage on this deception roll. First of all, what did you roll? Uh, 20 after modifiers. So 20 total. Okay. So uh, how is Shenrik helping? So he said, you're not going to find a picked lock in there. I'll say I broke into the goddamn pharmacy vault as the last resort. And there was nothing in there. Just kind of reemphasize that it wasn't just a door lock. It was a goddamn all vault. Right. And, and you look since he was like, hmm. so you even opened the vault and looked and there was no, nothing there. No. He Dry, dried potions, spoiled ingredients. I mean, patient records of of course and oh we found that scroll of the hand right bigsby's hand or something like that we did find we a, scroll. a scroll we found a scroll of bigsby's hand i will turn over to you if you're interested in i that. also found a potion of gaseous form but i used it um so the white wouldn't kill me so he he kind of shake like waves his hand says oh that's fine i he he does not look happy but you don't get the sense that he's like unhappy with you guys he's like well this is this is not welcome news, but I suppose you did do what was asked, and we did have an arrangement. If if you find another lead on this formula you're looking for, you have you you know how to contact me and and my crew. Right. Yeah. So he. Uh, so what? What was the agreed upon sum? Like he gave you half up front. No, he no. agreed oh, yeah. to half if, if we, we came back empty-handed. Half total. Half okay. total. So uh, three hundred gold pieces, I believe, was the uh, agreed upon. Yes. Okay. That so, was the total, right? Uh, that's the half. That's the half. That's the half. Okay. Six hundred so was the total. Okay. Three hundred for. That is right. That's right. Incompletion. Okay. So he, yeah, like I said, he does not look happy, but a deal is a deal. So he does reach into his his purse and gives you uh, a big sack of 300 gold just kind of like drops it on the table with makes a junk makes a loud noise people kind of stop their conversations and i will like pull it and tuck it real quickly and quietly and he says well i have some breakfast with us I, I can't I can't make your day better, but I can get the start of it off on the right foot, maybe. He's like, that's okay. I usually I prefer to take my breakfast alone, but it was well, it was it it was a pleasure doing business with you. And hopefully if we do business again in the future, it can be more fruitful. If we come across information about where this what was it spell formula thing? Whatever you're looking for is in the future. Would you be pay, willing to pay for that intel? Perhaps. Okay. All right. If the intel is good, understandable. We'll keep her ear to the rail for you. And he kind of says his goodbyes, and he gets up and goes back upstairs. Okay. Very good breakfast, by the way. Yeah. The uh, soda bread and, and honey butter and eggs bread. and yeah. yeah. Irish soda bread. Well one of the earliest leavening. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Fifty. Yeah. Okay. Possibly like magical in some regard. Who knows? Yeah. It, it's 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 good, honest food. 
I mean, yes, it's not Bill Drute, but very few things are. Right. And and with House Galandra, you have the guarantee that the food is not poisonous. Exactly. Also true. Or spoiled or. Yeah, absolutely. No. It's absolutely fresh, non-poisonous. And uh, the more expen- the more money you're willing to pay, the the better the guarantee. So I guess you finish your breakfast, Shenner finishes his water, and what do you do? Back to the boat and go set sail towards uh house. Uh well we're we're headed to Carnath, it sounds yeah. it seems like. Pay a visit to House Jurasco. There we go, Jurasco. Well, so just to be clear here in Eberron, so all the Dragonmarked houses, they have their main house in certain areas, like House Jurasco's main house is in Carnath. House uh, Lorander's main house is in Arendare. House uh, Therani's main house is in the, the Lazar Principalities. But the Dragonmarked, they have chapter houses all over the continent. So you don't necessarily like, like like an embassy, essentially something like that. Like also, yeah, exactly. Like some like main representative houses in the other in the different countries. There's smaller chapter houses like in each city, not village, but like the big cities We're not definitely have talking it. Talking to the ones here, period. Okay, that's a terrible idea, right? But I don't know that we go all the way to the top either. But we don't want to draw too much attention to ourselves. Where does House Jurasco have like a a big hospital that is neither in Sharn or uh, Karnath that we could go to that would have like an upper level administrator? Yeah, actually, the uh, so Sharn while being the biggest, most important city in Breland is not the capital. So I think a, a major hospital like that, you would definitely find in a capital city in a country. So okay. I think going to Breland's capital would be the best idea. And the capital of Breland is Rote is the capital of Breland. Then Rote we go. Hello listeners. And welcome to the mid roll. It's me, Chad. And I wanted to apologize about last week. Um, I, I really try to keep us on schedule with regular releases. And last week, it just wasn't, wasn't happening. Uh, life gets busy sometimes, uh, especially if you have children like I do, obligations, ramping up for summer camp, COVID vaccinations, uh, all, all sorts of things don't. Uh, help with uh, keeping a podcast on schedule and not to mention the fact that I've been playing lots and lots of Hearthstone. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about this week other than, you know, if you would like to help support the show, uh, look us up on Patreon. Uh, The more subscribers we have, uh, they can help me, uh, automate a lot of this process, get this editing thing done faster, get more upgraded software that can uh, automatically detect and edit out uh, the sound of Steve chewing popcorn. That would be great. Uh, but, you know, of course, you're under no obligation. You can listen for free if you like. But if you 
really want to show your appreciation, uh, money's usually the best way. So um, I think that's about all I have to say. Uh, please enjoy the rest of the show. And if you want to hit me up on Hearthstone, you can send me an email at contact at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. Tell me your your uh, Battle.net username and uh, you can kick my ass royally up and down one side of the tavern to the other. All right. Well, back to the show. So Rote, the city itself, is actually situated on both sides of the Howling River okay. at its widest peak. So you guys can take your ship and go up the Howling River and eventually see like a city that is built, literally built on both sides. It looks like there's a gigantic freaking bridge over the river. And on top of the bridge itself is a city. Oh, yeah, and on an island under that, in in a, a very rocky looking island surrounded by various military docks, is the castle of the King of Breland. But everybody else usually goes to Rote itself and not directly to the castle, right? That makes sense. Right. So, uh, as you you make your dock in rote and you you know pay the the docking fees and and all that you get into a city that is a bustling metropolis and i think one of the first things that stands out about the city is just how clean it is oh my this place looks very clean it looks very wealthy uh there's a lot of mage rights walking around making sure that the places are are tidy and are in good repair and it actually looks like a very nice very uh, healthy, functioning city. I like it. Mm-hmm. Fully approved. Right. Right. And are you going to try to navigate and find your way to the big hospital run by House Jurasco? I'm going to ask. Okay. You're going to ask around? Okay. Yeah. You have Streetwise? No. No? They don't have Streetwise. They don't but have they, Streetwise? No, but they still, I mean, it's still kind of investigation. Yeah. It could be perception. Oh, look, this is the sign that says hospital. I want to go entertain some children orphans at the nearest hospital. Where would I go? Right. So just give me a, you know what? Screw it. I want you to succeed. So you don't have to roll. You eventually get directions to get to the hospital run by House Jurasco. Yeah. And there was much rejoicing. Yeah. Yes. So you get there. You get to the, the big hospital. It's just like any any hospital. It's you know clean. Uh, you walk in. It's it's very bright. You know, House Jurasco wants people to feel welcome when they come right. in. Their their whole thing is they heal the sick. So yeah, you step into the. What time of day is it? Uh, around this time. By the time you guys get there, like if you leave directly from the Golden Dragon Inn to go to Rote. Yeah. You guys, you're probably looking at getting close to like evening time okay. the same day. Okay, cool. Especially since you're since you have an elemental galleon and it moves really fast through the water. One of these days we'll get to fly. Right. Oh, we don't have a skyship. I thought it was airship already. It, it, it's, it's convertible. Both. Oh, nice. It's a experimental. Ah. Right. It's yeah. Uh, it's a convertible. Nice. Mm-hmm. An ATV, if you will. Sure. 
is you enter the nice big hospital and how are you going to go about talking to a dragon marked administrator? I'm going to go right up to the receptionist. Okay. You go up to the receptionist and there's a, so this is a large hospital. And just because it's run and owned by house Jurasco doesn't mean everybody in here is a halfling. Right. So it's a nice human woman with her hairs like in a, in a bun. And she's, uh, you know, it looks like she's uh, directing people to different directions and all that. I, at her desk, there's a number of parchments with writing quills that are just kind of like writing their own things on the parchments and okay. stuff. And she looks up at you as you approach. It's like, how can I help you, sir? Uh, we have an appointment with the administrator. Uh, which administrator? Uh, the head of the hospital. Okay. Um, what time was your appointment? Uh, should be within the next 20 minutes. So she's going through the, uh, a ledger on her desk and going through there. Um, sir, I'm, and what is your name? My name is Shendrick. Shendrick, last name. Don't worry about my last name. The name Shendrick. He'll know. Um, let him know that it's in reference to the hospital back over in, where were we just at? And Sharn. The closed one that abandoned, there may or may not have been some experimentations there that he doesn't want out. She gives you a weird look. He's like, okay, give me a persuasion roll there. Uh, Can I help Persuasion or deception? You're trying to get her to do something for you, so I think that would be persuasion. Can I assist him? Do you have persuasion? Yes. Why don't I back you up then? Both of you roll. 17. Hold on. If he succeeds, you get advantage. I got a 19. Yeah, well, look at that. You get advantage there, Steve. We're going to continue with the 17. Okay. So how are you? So while you are talking, number one, uh, what is Zacharias saying? And number two, how is Shenrik backing him up? I'm actually going to redirect to him. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. It might have actually been for Zacharias back here. I'm his representative in this endeavor. Um, this is a legal matter that I don't want to have to deal with. But, I mean, if you want to fight us on that, that's fine. We, we'll, 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 we'll get involved if we have to. Wow. Already threatening with the lawyers. Wow. That's impressive. I know, I know. I know it's the end of the day. I know that it's probably been very long and very busy for you today. Um, you're... Still, if I may say so, looking remarkably well put together for this late for this late hour in what is a very busy setting. We have we do we are just we're trying to uh, keep this meeting with the administrator. Um, here, the chief medical officer, uh, I, the title is escaping me at this time, um, in reference to whoever the author, you know, uh, this is the ramblings of Mad Arthur, the half. Yeah, it doesn't really have a yeah. name on it. Right. But, but something that he may be interested in at an abandoned hospital right. in this district in Charlotte. Okay. Exactly. She closes the ledger, says, you don't have an appointment at all, do you? In the interest of complete honesty between friends, no. I can tell because the, the chief administrator is, is a woman. 
And we should have done more of our research. You really should have before you assumed, sir. To be fair, he assumed. I am the asshole. It seems like this might be something that she would be interested in. So I will check and see, number one, if she is still here. And number two, if she is willing to give grant you an audience. If you'll excuse me, she gets up and walks over to the the back area and, and you know, like she goes into like this little alcove looking thing and you can tell she's look she's talking into a speaking stone, which okay. is, you know, sending. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or is it, I think it's a sending stone, whatever sending stone. it's a sending stone. So it's like a, you know, yeah, medieval Dungeons and Dragons ever yeah. on intercom. She speaks in a verbal message. It's right. Like it comes back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They back. So she talks into it. And she waits. And then it looks like she's listening to something. And then she nods and says, well, uh, apparently today is your, your lucky day. She is willing to hear you out. Thank you. Her name is Belinda, by the way. Belinda. B- Belinda DeJurasco. Of course. As befitting any administrator of a well-run Jurasco House hospital. You, you should save the rest of that for her. Absolutely. And she gets back to telling her quills what to write. She gestures over to some seats over there, says, if you could wait, have a seat over there, uh, she'll be with you shortly. Uh, you guys sit there and you you wait. Uh, I'm guessing Zacharias is a bit pissed off at Shendrick right now. I don't know why. I did all the fucking work. I did all the heavy lifting. You're just the one that got all the, the passivity. God damn right. It's bullshit. So time passes and eventually a a halfling woman in a a very nice kind of suit Mm -hmm. uh, comes walking out uh, from the back. Does she have a dragon mark? Yes. And it's prominently like. It is very prominent. Like she has uh, like like the her top is a bit um, like it's like she's wearing like a pantsuit kind of, but the top is kind of like off the shoulder because it shows that one, her, her left shoulder is completely covered by a very large, well on her, it's a very large dragon mark of healing. Okay. Okay. So she's a scion of house Jurasco. Most likely Belinda de Jurasco herself. Yes. Very likely. And, And she looks, uh, well, you know, it's been a long day mm-hmm. and she looks and she, she walks over to you, looks at you, says, so you're here to what? Shake me down or something or, or whatever. And she, she puts up her hand before you say anything. It's like, before you try to get cute, we're going to come back to my office and you're going to leave your weapons at the front desk. And she looks over at you and your dagalier, or you can stay out here literally my everyday clothes no weapons are allowed past this reception area is hospital policy is it possible for me to like leave all but a dagger at the desk like you sleight of hand to hide one they would be able to find so you're not asking her you're asking asking okay thank you excuse me belinda did you ask is it all right if i just hide one listen person telling me to do the thing is there a way i can sneak past to it you know what after reading like the subreddit about stupid crap that players in dungeons and dragons do (laughs) i am not going to put anything past you guys you know 
It's like, you know, in retrospect, burning down the orphanage wasn't the best idea. I got a 21. Uh, you most definitely hide a dagger somewhere on your person. And since you rolled a 21, it can be someplace comfortable. So then I drop off the Durkalier and the scimitar and the rapier mm-hmm. and the boot knife and the wrist knife and the other wrist knife. Right. And the, the guard on duty is just making sure that you're taking that. And like he, I give myself like a once over and I was like, oh, yeah. And then I grab one off of my hip, put it on the desk, too. And he's just looking. He's like just giving you this very strange look. All right. We're good. Like a walking cutlery. Yeah. Jealous. Zacharias, what weapons do you leave? The finely jeweled, jewel hilted rapier. 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 Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's the only weapon I carry. You have no, your staff you with you? The staff is not a weapon. Okay. It's a walking stick. That's right. So you bring the staff with you. And, and the artificer did uh, magic up your staff a bit. So you have a plus one to all attack and damage with all your spells. All right. And so once you finally surrender your weapons or all the weapons in sight, uh, she walks you back to her office and and so the hospital is it's a it's a largish building so to get to her office you're going to be going up some stairs um so there's a big staircase but on the side of the staircase there's like a shorter staircase that she can go up quickly okay so that she can keep pace with yeah the, the steps are they're scaled appropriately absolutely yes right. yeah off to the side so and, and you guys are walking in silence and as you're going up the staircase you can see like there's paintings of various obviously dragon marked halflings you know benefactors things like that donors uh there's a big portrait of the king of breland up at the top of this gal- gallery very important Yeah, yeah, he's a very important patron of this uh, hospital, apparently. And and eventually, once you get up the stairs, she takes you off to the side into this large office, almost kind of reminiscent of that administrator office uh, where you fought the white and the receptionist in there. No, there is no there's no receptionist in there currently, but there's, you know, there's there's. Right. There's couches. There's a big desk. There's a big open window that looks out over the howling river. And uh, she goes behind her desk and steps up and then sits in the, the very large chair. And she gestures for you two to, to have a seat in the chairs in front of the desk. Do I see any, any pictures of water in the office at all? Like any beverage? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's like a little sidecar with like drinks and, and various liquors. Water. Okay. Okay. Sure. And then sit down. So you do that and, and she just, she eyes you and she's help help yourself. Sure. I intend to. So you both sit down and she says, so I, I was led to believe that you wanted to have a discussion about our sealed hospital in the lower districts of Sharn. Yes. Okay. Um, what as an, okay. As an obvious scion of, House Jurasco. Um, what is the the proper forms of address? Is she is she madam? Is she administrator? Princess administrator? 
you know, what, how, what is, how, how do I, how do I flatter this woman? How do I, I have, how do I, how do I, I'm just the dungeon master. I don't know, but her proper title would be administrator Mm -hmm. and you know, her name did Jurasco. Did Jurasco. Okay. He's looking at you expectantly. Yeah, Captain. The pressure's on. Uh, Madam DeGerasco, greetings. Thank you for your time. Uh, my associate and I did, yes, find something of import and interest in the hospital in the lower districts of Sharn. Now I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, I've dealt with a lot of pretty boy half elves in my day. So just, and it's been a very long day. I'm very tired. I have tickets to watch a show tonight. So please make this short. Oh yes, of course. If you don't mind. What are you doing? You, you're just gesturing. You're rolling up your sleeves, mm-hmm. Steve. Oh God. What are you going to do? As a friend of House Jurasco, mm-hmm. I feel it is my solemn duty to let you know that we have found something and that you may or may not want this falling into the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. So you found something. Mm-hmm. Which tells me that you're thinking that this is going to be profitable for you. We were hired I by was hoping. a third party who had who'd become aware that what we found would be would be present in this hospital. Mm-hmm. Whether this was legitimate research by House Jurasco, which I as a Humble servant. She rolls her eyes like, what did you find? We found a recipe that created a gaseous substance that would reanimate people into zombies. Which is ultimately, or rights. Was it whites that reanimate? Either way. Zombies. Just just, undead. Just brought them back as the undead. Um, We have it written. It's written down. It's the ramblings of a madman. And dickhead over here doesn't want to gouge you guys for profit. So where is this magical formula? If you proceeded down to the docks, we could escort you ourselves. It is on board my ship, the uh, the Hollow Legacy. I would, of course, personally guarantee your safety while traveling from here to my ship and back to any point that you wanted to be taken to from there. But it is where the item in question has is currently safely held. So now you want to take me down to the docks, onto your ship, alone, escorted by you, where this this formula that may or may not even exist is on there. This doesn't bring whomever you need to be to feel comfortable for this excursion your safety is a guarantee of house lorander 
I want to stand up and I'm going to pull the dagger out from behind my back and set it on her desk just gingerly. Be like, you could be dead now if we wanted to. And then sit back down. And she says, okay, so two things are happening here. Number one, I think I was just threatened in my own office. No, one. not threatened. If I was threatening you, that'd still be in my hand. Right. I was letting you know that we don't want you dead. Right. And, and number two, so you're coming to me as as a representative of House of Lorander? As a De Lorander myself. As a scion of House Lorander. That's very interesting. Where's your dragon mark? And you show her your dragon mark. Which is why I was rolling up my sleeves. Okay. So you were talking, you show her the dragon mark. Uh, Shenrik, your captain has a dragon mark. I'm going to kind of stare at it awkwardly for a minute. That's the mark of storms. That's House Lorander. So you're not common crooks, I'm assuming. Far from common. We stole nothing. Well, we'll we'll talk later about you picking through the bones of my family, but that's that's a little more interesting. So, like I said, I have tickets for a show tonight, so I can't do anything tonight, but are you going to be in port tomorrow? How long are you in rote, by the way? As long as you need me to be. I am a free son of House Lorander. A free son of House Lorander. Hmm. You look a little young to be free. It's it's the, the half-elfish legacy. Mm. What show is it that, that we could be seeing this evening? It, it, it's, a, it's a drama of the last days of the last war. And... I will be attending the show with my plus one. You will make sure that your ship is secured at the dock and prepared for my entourage tomorrow. Absolutely. What time can we anticipate your entourage? I assume, of course, that you will also be present. Of course. Uh, Expect me at about 11. Make sure you don't come on the ship until we're there. Might have a security protocol. Cute. Yeah, she does not look affected at all by your posturing there. I wasn't trying to posture. I was letting her know. Like, I don't want her to die needlessly because we forgot to tell the fucking Warforged not to kill anyone when they walk on the goddamn ship. She doesn't know you have a rabid Warforged. Right, but I'm not trying to posture either. Like I said, we will continue this conversation tomorrow. And I assume you two can show yourselves out. Toad scan. I did finger guns. You step out. What is your plan now for the rest of the evening? Not hightail it back to the ship, but definitely like that's our that's our immediate destination. But we're not like in a hurry. So you're going to make your way to the ship, but not look like you're hurrying. My weapons back from the main desk. Yes, everyone gets their weapons back. I put my you put your sleeves down. Together. Yes, there we go, and you make your way back to the ship. Uh, Sharon, do you have any questions for your captain or, or anything, or is this just you're going to chew on this? I'm going to play like I didn't notice it for now. Okay. All right. Okay. And you guys 
go back to the ship and I'm assuming spend the rest of the evening on board. 